and when the when the pandemic started i was actually i was in uganda in, in africa and you know all these borders closing down and everything you know everything was happening and i was like wow that's interesting but instead of thinking first like you know how bad that is you know my first thinking at that point was actually that well in, in Chinese, there's um, when you take the word crisis from Chinese, it comes, it has two hieroglyphs. One is uh, danger and the other is opportunity. And, you know, the bigger the crisis, the bigger the danger, but also bigger the, the bigger the opportunity. So my first thing was like, well, it, this crisis seems to be pretty big. <laughs> there has to be a big opportunity out there. So I was rubbing my hands together is where's the opportunity? <laughs> So that's that was like you know the kind of the attitude I was I was going into that and 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 when I'm looking at the world through that perspective the opportunities start to show itself Aloha, my beautiful friends on the other side of the screen, um, watching this or listening, and welcome to this week's episode with Abundance in Action podcast. My name is Krista Ralakshmi-Ditten, coming to you from San Diego, California, and I call myself New Time Coach. I believe that each one of us, we have a treasure box inside, and once we open it and start to manifest these uh, beautiful treasures inside into this reality we can start to live our dreams on our terms and this week we are so happy and over the moon excited because we have a very special guest uh, from Estonia Roland Tokko welcome hello hello I'm so glad to be here thanks Crystal yeah. for inviting me yeah and um I actually took extra time to really dive in and put together this really beautiful introduction. So let's um, kind of see the, uh, if you kind of like open the book of Roland Tocco. So this is probably what it would say, like chapter this, chapter that. So let's see what, what it says. So Roland calls himself an average guy from a tiny Eastern European country, Estonia who is one of the most sought after internet marketing strategist and online launch expert in Northern Europe. He calls himself a blue ocean strategist because one of his main gifts is to connect seemingly unconnectable and create blue ocean strategies in marketing and for businesses. Entrepreneur with the big mission of helping people to bring out their full potential, which is actually a definition of education. Uh, coming from the Latin world called educe, which means to bring out potential. He got onto self-development in 2008 by reading Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which led him uh, about uh, one year become a leading self-development company in Estonia. Uh, so he was one of the founders of the company called Edu Academia Success Academy, and he keeps himself healthy with good habits and has not been sick for years. He studied economic law for four years in the university, even and even taught, uh, even though never finished it, worked for a couple of years um, as an accountant. He has tried many things, including playing football, organizing a camp for musicians, or a huge music event in Estonia, and now many other bigger events together with his global cooperation partners. 
He has moved from fear of public speaking to sharing the stages with Robert Kiyosaki, Eric Miades, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Jack Canfield, to only name, name a few. He has done some webinar records in Estonia as well, one of the latest virtual book launches records in Estonia when he sold his second book, Elu Gutze, Life's Call or Life's Mission. And recent biggest events have been Business Survival Summit this year, uh, which was online, and World Without Limits with some real big name presenters. And one of the core keys to his success is that he has always approached everything and everyone with a thought and mindset. How can I add value here? This has resulted in amazing team and cooperation contacts, not only in Estonia, but also globally, while he's doing more and more on what he is most passionate about. He's also playing guitar since high school, but only recently picked up singing and has already released his first album, and he calls himself a passionate singer and songwriter of inspirational songs with educational lyrics, where he loves to combine singing and public speaking into one act called Con Seminar. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for pulling it all together. <laughs> There's a yeah, lot of information wow. there. <laughs> yeah, wow, that doesn't look like, um, it looks like someone who has lived like, I don't know, 10 lives or would be much older than you. How did you manage it all <laughs> within such a short period of time? Well, when you get into self-development and when you get to see the, the possibilities that the world has to offer to you and, and you get over the fears of uh, stepping into doing things and, and into getting trapped with the perfection, then, then things start to happen fast. <laughs> and, and the more you do, the more opportunities open and the more I take them, the, the more things I get done. So that's kind of, you know, in, in a short <laughs> version of yeah. saying those things. But. Yeah. So it seems to me when I now, like the last uh, two or three days, I was really consuming Roland <laughs> from different like uh, resources. And you're one of the uh, few Estonians who, there was so much material that, of course, I couldn't catch up ev with everything, but uh, I tried as much as I could. And one of the things which really stood out was whatever uh, performance or present presentation you were sharing was that you really encourage people to try new things and try to discover also like what they like and so on. And I really like your approach to, you know, bringing out people's potential because it's very similar to what we are working with my husband about like you know really encourage people to uh, figure out what's what's you know their passions and how to make it work and um, especially right now where we have maybe more challenges than otherwise uh, it's so much more relevant so are there some like maybe three or four tips which you could recommend people where to start when they like feel that okay now um, let's say, for example, they've lost their job. Uh, maybe they even lost several jobs. And now they're like um, totally in that uh, blank slate stage, station or state. And of course, it's very scary. But what could be maybe those first uh, three or four steps they could do so that they could um, maybe not only start a new chapter, but really reset their lives? Mm, yeah, that's a really good question. That's uh, that is a big thing for a lot of people all over the world, and it's getting worse and worse in the sense because what, what all the economic things that are that are coming with with alongside the 
pandemic and everything, it's um, you know, it, it not it, it's not showing signs of getting better anytime soon. So so it better get prepared. And a couple of things. And when when the pandemic thing initially started, you know, I, I obviously was also you know in in a state. Wow, well, you know, this is you know, we're doing live events, and you know we can't do the live events now. And there's a lot of things are resetting, rechanging, and all that. And 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 felt a little bit anxiety and and, and fear. What's what what's the future is going to bring? But what I understood is when when I really uh, went from my from my head where we most people are most times, uh, and when when we are in our head, there's a lot of fear because we are thinking about things like you know well, what's how what this what does that mean like you know what what else could go wrong with that and everything, and and when we are in our head we have a lot of fear. Instead of that, what I was doing after short time was I was I was focusing more on getting to my heart and and really getting connected with my with my deep um, center and 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 trying to see and feel what is that wants to come out from there. So because the thing is, when you're in your heart, you have faith, and when you have more faith than fear, you take action. And that's kind of, you know, I, I learned that from Tony Robbins and his event. And, and, and I really took that in and I really see that whenever I go more focused on, on, on my heart and my soul, what's one I want to come out, want to come out from there, then I'm on the right track. And so what, what was one of the thing, that's the second thing that I suggest to do that also came out is that, well, instead of focusing on, you know, how am I doing? Like, well, everything is wrong in my life or things are not going, you know, I lost my job and things like that. It's, it's, it's about me. It's me, 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 you know, what's going, what's going on with me, you know, how can I survive and all that. And instead of that, change the focus to how can I serve? How can I serve in this situation? What, what are some of the strengths or skills or things that I know that could serve during that time right now and and who are some of the people that i i could be serving and you know for me one of the things was when all this pandemic started you know i, I saw and understand there's uh, a lot of uh, people who are who are, are have done like things physically is it like their seminars or whatever they've done now they have to change they have to change to virtual and a lot of people didn't have the experience, but I have done webinars and online courses and things for years. So that was one of the things that I saw that I can bring to the table right now in this situation. And and when I when I changed the focus to that, so how can how can I help people? And I I started to find the ways. And this made first of all me feel a lot better. And and secondly, I started to see opportunities as well with that. You know, we 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 had a you know you mentioned about my second book that came out. We found a way to do a virtual book launch that ended up being the largest book launch ever done in Estonia in terms of the number because physically you only have the bookshops they have some capacity, but online you can bring as many people as we want. And you know, we did we did a huge huge um, online book launch, and the on, next day we were number one in the bookstore. Um, and you know, top top bestseller. And the second thing, I launched a a course in Estonian um, that was about online ABC. Uh, online ABC, like how how can you how can you present your 
um, material online? How can you um, put together the online courses and how you can do it technically? What are some of the things? So, so you know, this I had this as as as, as an experience, and you know, I showed that and put that, put that out to the world because I saw many people asking me that, and and this was the way I could serve. So, so that will couple of couple of things that that I would do in, in anyone's situation and case. And, and first of all, going from head to heart and really seeing and feeling what really wants to come out. What is something that you want to put out to the world? And then second is what, what is the, um, your strengths? What are some of the things that you could do right now? It, and it could be just even people in your close circle, it could be your family members. It could be, you know, other people, your friends who 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 are in trouble, and and if you find a way you can serve them, you know, at least you get into the situation or where you feel a lot better. And when you get to feel a lot better, then you know you will be more uh, creative. You will find more ways to to find other opportunities to, to also bring in in some income during that time. So, so then these are just a couple of things that I would, I would do as a start. Yeah, I so agree. Like this um, uh, beginning of this year, me and my husband, we sat down and kind of did a similar process and like, okay, uh, what are people's like pain points right now? And, and what can we uh, share from our experience? And uh, within 19 days, we put together like a new program called reinvent yourself, where people can go in and those like kind of like our steps for four first steps, what they can do to get it set things in motion and what are the like real core uh, steps. And uh, they're very similar to what, what you just mentioned. So it's really cool. So um, uh, you um, are one of the few people from Estonia also, which um, is really amazing who I just like, look what you do and how you do things. And you really, act, talk and behave uh, from courage. And uh, when you have courage, you have no fear. And also when you have courage, you will also have more abundance. So I don't know if that's like uh, in connection with the way like you think about abundance, but um, it's very few people who are like so like strongly, like really doing what they love. And I don't feel there is any like fear, like, oh, how do I manage or where is my next money, uh, chunk of money coming? You just like fully like uh, expressing your potential and then you have the support and then um, of course abundance will follow. But what would you say, what is your abundance formula? Like you have now tried so many things, you have done like a regular job, like an accountant and stuff, but you have also done lots of project works and and you've tried like from one extreme to the other, like what's the abundance to mm. abundance formula for you? Yeah, for me, I, I would say there's uh, one main main key thing that has really accelerated my, um, I would say the getting things done and all that is, and then bring, getting more into abundance is, is, is finding the ways to, to get to to the people who are already a lot more ahead of where I am and in the similar field, and and then finding the ways how can I serve them? I can how can I add value to de- their lives? And because because the thing is that there's whatever you want to achieve or 
whatever I wanted to achieve in my life, there's always someone who has already done something like that or, or something similar. So they have the experience and they have gone through all the things that I want to go through. And, and instead of trying to find or figure them all out myself, um, you know, I've, I've found that it's a lot easier to, to get someone who's way ahead of you and, and, and get that person to give you advice, but not just going out there, you know, well, you know, I'm this young guy here starting out and can you help me? No, it's rather more going out there and finding the way how, how can I help that person or that organization? So, so first is like, first of all, you of course need to know what you want to, what is the thing that you want to have? <laughs> what, what is the, in what area in your life or what, 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 what is the thing that you want to achieve? And, and then the second thing is, is you know, find the person or find the organization who can help you. And then third, the most important thing is to find how you can really help that organization or that per, that person. So, for example, you know, when we started all all of this uh, self development um, events, and when we started to do it ourselves, you know, one of the first things that was that happened was that um, we started to bring people from Estonia to to London for Tony Robbins events and and we you know we were helping one of the biggest world organizers in the world in terms of seminars and you know first year we went there for with, with a group of 20 people next year we went there with 125 people from four four different countries and year after we went there with 400 people from eight different countries and we just you know we found a model that worked and we replicated that and and we brought more and more value to that companies because for a seminar company you know, obviously they're one of their main things what they want to have is have more people in the rooms and you know we were helping that and what what happened at one point was that they reached out to me and asked well you know we have robert kisaki coming to europe doing an event with us and and would you like to also do one event in, in somewhere in, in the Baltics? And I was like, well, for sure, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> and I think Estonia would be the best country to do that in. And, you know, this was 2015 and this, this ended up be our, being our first large scale major uh, seminar. We had 2,500 people in the room and it, it all came because, because we were helping that organization in first hand. And then they offered us, because I knew that I wanted to bring some big name to, to Estonia and, and have a big event. But if I would go out there and start asking the speakers and you all, could you come? And, you know, of course I would, might have get some response for that, but it was totally different when it comes from, in, in a way that it's offered to me, <laughs> it's it's totally different energy. So that's, that's a question a lot of people ask me many times. So how can you get all those, big major um, a, a class speakers to come to Estonia, like Robin Sharma and Robert Kiyosaki and Jack Anfield and all that. And my answer to most of that is, well, they're offered to me. <laughs> and, you know, and then it's like, well, what do you mean they're offered to you? Because they, what, what no, normally most people think, well, you, you must be really good at sending them emails or something like that, or there's a strategy to get them, but no, it's just the strategies add as much as possible value to those people who can get you those speakers or whatever in your case uh listening or watching this is and and this really assured me so so yeah so the the three steps i shared that you know first know what you want and then uh, who's the person or organization that can help you and third um find the ways how to add value and fourth as i mentioned this 
add the add value and and don't in a way expect anything back right away like don't go there like well you know i'm adding you this value now give me something back <laughs> just just do the, add the add value and be 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 sure that some way it will come back and you know i i didn't expect i didn't have any you know i didn't go out there to ask like well could you could we have a speaker or something they offered it to ourselves but this was one of my uh, one of my why's why we started to do those uh, preview events and started to do these workshops promoting this event and going into different countries was because I knew one thing that there's one day there's an opportunity that can open up that we're going to bring a big name speaker there because this organization is constantly working with many big big name speakers and when we are cooperating with them we are we are constantly just one contact away from whoever we want to bring and 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 that's kind of the way to to look in the things in in general, like also bringing in the abundance in, in any any field or in any any area of your life, and seeing who are the people who can help you, and then figure out the way how you can serve them first. Yeah, that's a, such a good uh, formula. And um, basically, what you're also saying is start with giving, and then also give without you know expecting anything back. And um, I don't know, I probably, we haven't talked about it, but I was one of those 2,500 people in that field or in that uh, hall there. And I was really impressed because I've, I've been to many events all around the world as well. And um, it was really world-class event. And uh, I was like, uh, I don't know what magic Roland is doing, but to get like so many people about this topic into this, you know, Saku Surhal, that must be like um, he's doing some things right. So I have to pay attention to what he's doing. So so that was cool. And another thing what comes out here is actually I think where this new um, time or new um, area is going is cooperation. Because you mentioned, you know, basically what you started to do, you started to cooperate with these people. Um, maybe not so directly as you were just going to these events, but um, you added value and then they started to notice you. And then uh, from there, you know, other opportunities came. And just recently you had another uh, web gathering and there you shared a story how one thing led to another and maybe right now here you could share that story because it just will exemplify because most people as you said they don't see that backstage work what you have done to get to where you are today they're like oh Roland is just you know doing this and things will just fall in place <laughs> but there is a lot of conscious you know steps and conscious work and also cooperation with others so you mentioned um, the story how you were uh, coming together first was, was the uh, last uh, book launch and then you had some uh, people reaching out to you with resources and then from there you you actually had um, something you could use for the business uh, summit survival uh, event too can you um, elaborate a little bit more what happened there and how one thing led to another mm. <laughs> yeah well that's that's kind of um so it's it's a lot of our mindset as well how you how you see things and you know first of all you know what I want to share here is that you know if if I take back myself like twelve or more years you know it wasn't like that you know I, I was I was the guy I was like you know getting into action was like one of my biggest thing I was uh, I I I had the the main main belief that you know I'm not 
good enough and uh, that a lot of people have and you know getting into action was a problem you know i couldn't speak even more than three in front of more than three people and all those things and it's just that everything was holding me back you know i was not getting anywhere but when you know one thing lead lead, lead to other in a way as well was that you know when we started when i started getting to entrepreneurship and you know started first things that music events you mentioned that as well and um and there was a lot of things that you know went in a way that didn't work out and you know I, eventually even though i went with one event we we, we went like 25,000 euros minus it's about 30,000 us and and half a year of uh, effort into it then and, and it was a huge money for us at that time because you know it was more than 10 years ago and it's it's a big money still now and it's it's even bigger back then because i was just you know uh it was probably three years salary at, at for me at that time and and you know after that like you know i was able to you know come out from there because i had right people around you know i we went into real estate made some deals and you know got out from the debt and everything and and what that really showed me is that that whatever happens, there's, there's a way out. And then there's a, there's, you know, you find this, you find a way because when, when you're opened and when you have the right mindset that you, you, you feel, and you know, you believe that you can find a way. And, and that's kind of when this pandemic started, I feel like, you know, this last 12 years, because, because I started my self-development uh, journey during the last, crisis in 2008 because this was this was pretty much the start of my when I went to my first seminar so I felt like well this has been like my preparation <laughs> for for what's <laughs> unfolding now and when the when the pandemic started I was actually I was in Uganda in, in Africa and you know all these borders closing down and everything you know everything was happening and I was like wow that's interesting but instead of thinking first like you know oh, how bad that is, you know, my first thinking at that point was actually that, well, in, in Chinese, there's, um, when you take the word crisis from Chinese, it comes, it has two hieroglyphs. One is uh, danger and the other is opportunity. And, you know, the bigger the crisis, the bigger the danger, but also bigger, the, the bigger the opportunity. So my first thing was like, well, it, this crisis seems to be pretty big. <laughs> there has to be a big opportunity out there. So I was like, rubbing my hands together is where's the opportunity. <laughs> so that's, that was like, you know, the kind of the attitude I was, I was going into that. And, and, and when I'm looking at the world through that perspective, the opportunities start to show itself. And, and this was, this was exciting. I mentioned about the, the book launch. We did the virtual book launch. And so, so we had a book, that came out and we couldn't do the regular book launch because the bookstores just, you couldn't do any physical things. And, and so we thought, well, let's do something virtual. And we had just one week before we, we had this event coming up and we thought, well, when we do it virtual, let's, let's make it, make, make it something unique and let's, let's put a bigger kind of target to it. And then, the, and let's, let's say that, you know, we're, we're our attempt at least is to, make the largest ever uh, book launch done in Estonia. And when we put something like that out, where there's a vision, where there's something during when, when things are not, you know, possible in a way, but you are doing something still, you know, the universe starts steps in. And then, then someone from a virtual studio con contacted us and said, well, you know, we have this kind of studio here 
uh, where you can come in the studio and it's it's like a, we can produce that like a TV show uh, and you can do your book launch here and we can we, we're willing to give that for you for free because we just uh, know the work that you've done is is amazing and also the uh, the, the book launch it's that uh, you have this goal of doing this. Uh, uh, largest ever book book launch in, in Estonia, and you know we want to be step behind because we want to also promote our platform. And I was like, "Well, that's interesting. I never seen some anything what you're doing, but you know this seems seems something worth trying." And we did that, and just you know four days before the the book launch, uh, we we agreed that we'll do that. And got all the designs and everything, and so it was it was really awesome. And the next thing that happened from there was that you know we. I showed the pictures from this and I, I sent it out to some of uh, some of our speakers do I know and everything. And and then some of them got excited about this as well. And, and you know, this led to us doing the Business Survival Summit at some point um, a couple of months later. And, and then, then when we did that event that brought people from over 100 different countries together, over 4,000 people signed up for that. And then a Polish promoter who I know saw that on my Facebook uh, that we did event like that. And, you know, he saw the pictures and saw the short video clip from that. And he's like, well, that looks really amazing. You know, I want to do something like that. And, and he's like, well, let's do a event together. And, and so he, he, he suggested, well, he, he has done uh, Life Without Limits events uh, uh, with Nick Vujic. Uh, we once even had 25,000 people there. Uh, so he's done major events in Poland and, and he's like, well, let's, you know, partner up and let's do something together. So, and this led to us doing together an event called World Without Limits and, and bringing the whole world together and having amazing speakers because, and again, through a relationship, we, we had a um, speaker, Janet Atwood, who's a good friend of mine, and she, she knows all the speakers. So she personally invited uh, people like Jack Canfield and T. Harvecker and Jay Abraham and Deva Pramala Mitten and, and, and other absolutely amazing uh, people there. And, you know, and then we did this event. And, and so that's kind of, you know, um, one thing leading to another. You just, you just go there, you know, somewhere there's an opportunity, you know, if let's do this book launch thing. And then somebody pops in and says, well, this, there's this a platform here then another international event comes out from there and then someone else sees that and and that's that's kind of how it goes and there's there's so many different examples how how things are leading to each other when you put the faith into it and when you just go out there and do do the things that seem to be right things for you or for me to do yeah and that's uh, really amazing because you have also shared in many of the videos that um coming from estonia and growing up in Estonia, in the school system there. And I think in many other countries, it's still um, going that, that way. You had a very bad experience about cooperation. Can you mention with a couple of words how that was um, when you were younger at school? Well, <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, I tell that like it's, it's a bit funny. Uh, I lo love sharing that this way that, you know, I know today that, you know, a couple of my really core strengths are connecting with people and and also cooperation but how these things are called in school so if if you're really good at cooperation in 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 a, in a lesson in a class with some other uh, classmates so how, what is that called 
Yeah, sometimes they call it cheating. <laughs> yeah, it's cheating. <laughs> so, yeah. so cooperation equals cheating. And then also, when you are really good at connecting with other people, how? What would the teacher say about that if you do that in a in a classroom environment? So usually, yeah, like be quiet or yeah, yeah be quiet. You you interrupting the lesson and all that. Yeah. So, so what I learned really fast in school was that you know, cooperation equals cheating and um connecting with people equals interrupting so these are bad things so coming out of school i didn't know that these are my strengths <laughs> i i thought these are you know bad things <laughs> you know you never you never do that you never use that and and then you know coming out of school i think well you know i kind of got also the math like you know i was kind of okay with that so then i went to learn economic and law and you know also being an accountant, which is like 180 degrees from my core. <laughs> I would ne never hire myself as an accountant or my type of person because I'm more of a creative and I'm, I'm more of um, uh, the people's person in that sense and, and, and not that good at details. I can be, but, you know, I have to force myself to be good at that, you know, and, and that's kind of, that's, that's where I felt the, the mismatch in, in, in in my life and the school that what it did because because one of the things that you know you mentioned also the bringing out potential and and educe the world that comes from latin and it's actually the root for for the education and it means to bring out potential and in school it's opposite there they're just putting you in some things that the school system feels and sees that you should be doing and and obviously it's obsolete system because it was created to, more than 200 years ago for the, when the industrial age started to to produce more um employees who, who, are, who are not too creative who are not uh, saying anything against the the, the leaders and then just be the factory workers and all that so this was built for that so the system still works perfectly but not for the time we're in now. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And um, it's just so uh, resonating with my own experience too. I, um, I studied to become a secretary and I worked as a secretary four months. And luckily for me, I got pregnant then. So it gave me some time to like self-reflect. And then I realized like, oh my God, this is like killing me. Like I'm such also like you, I'm like very creative person. I'm a people person. I'm a connector as well. And luckily my life was going in like kind of forcing me to a different direction and um, yeah, starting to study social anthropology and filmmaking and all of those things and traveling a lot. So um, all in all, it's, it's just that courage to jump in and to, you know, um, figure out like, okay, the strengths and weaknesses. And I really like um, the way you look at that and uh, encourage people to do that. So in this process, another thing which I struggle myself still, um, I actually have made some progress this year. I've got some uh, help. Um, I have a helper in Estonia who's helping me with my business in Estonia. And we also have another like um, uh, outsourced uh, virtual assistant group uh, from the Philippines who is helping us uh, with the US uh, company here. So, um, I know so many people who are also starting now, or maybe they even have had their business for a while. One of the main struggles which may pop up is how to delegate, how to let go. And 
um, there was another video where there was someone who wanted to have, um, it was like a, a farm in the Alps or something. And um, you you were like kind of uh, doing a really interesting coaching process there with, with this guy. And you your main point to him was like, you know, you can take like 10 years and go through like several universities to learn everything. But by that time, maybe that dream is like already like outdated, you know, <laughs> or there is something else happening. So I so resonate with that idea that we need to learn um, how to delegate. And um, you obviously have managed that. And maybe you have some tips, maybe also three or four tips you could give to people. Um, what would be those first things, how they can get out of that, you know, as a, as a you know, entrepreneur, you start, you wear all the hats and you do everything and um, then you will never scale. You will always be where you were. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm still learning, <laughs> but yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's definitely um, many things that I, I have learned or so already and, and, and have made progress. And, and, you know, there's, I think one of, one of the things is really under, first understanding what are the things that you are really great at? What are the things that you are, the the best that and you and that really brings you joy and and that's kind of the first thing to start from this when when you know those things it's kind of easier to see also what are the things that doesn't click that much for you and then also have the understanding that in, for every role that you don't like or or even hate that there's actually someone out there who loves that and and you know having that in mind is that it, it's if i put that in in a bit more painful perspective is that whenever you're doing things that you don't like you're taking someone else away an opportunity to do something that they love so ask yourself do you want to do that <laughs> no. i guess the answer is no <laughs> yeah. and 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 you know that's that's one of the things and and really understanding because what what makes it so much easier for for me today in a, in a way is that I I so clearly understand what are the things that I I really thrive in and and what are the things that I also don't like doing and what are what are the worst things for me to do and and that that also comes into in terms of entrepreneurship uh, starting a business and all that there's uh, one thing to think of is that do you want to start it. Uh, uh, only by yourself you're one one founder there or what i've been going into with several businesses that i've started is that i'm not the only founder there i have other people as well because because i know that i am the the artist type i have the person who's really good at um coming up with creative ideas what to do and 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 have like be in front of people and do things like that and strategize but I'm not really good at managing things. So if, if you are not yourself, if, if you don't like managing things and taking the idea and, and making it happen, leading the team, managing the team, then you need someone who's good at that. And it could be someone who's also a business partner for you, but it could be that this, this is hired in. And, and also you need someone who's really good at strategizing in terms of, uh, of the numbers, who, who really looks at projects and sees that, um, you know, is that worth also taking on in terms of, uh, in terms of the profit and everything like that. Because when I first started with the music things, you know, the, one of the big problems there was that I had a, another um, 
business partner there who's who, and we both were artists and you know we both wanted to do the same things and we both didn't want to do the same things and as i was a little bit less artist at that time <laughs> I, I i get to take the things that you know all the managing side and everything like that and and i didn't like that at all and and then a lot of things got got done poorly or or we just you know made projects that weren't profitable and and and, it, it, and when we're not profitable we just a big mission out there then the problem is that the mission can't last or it can't get going. You need to, you need to also get the profit side in. So you have to have both. You have to have a big mission that, that really serves the people, but you also need to make it profitable because if you don't, then it, it doesn't last too long. And that, that was kind of the thing for, for me for, for the first business. So, so now when we started the company in Estonia, then we had three founders for that company and, and I knew I, I'm the artist type. I had another person who was, was the manager leader type. And the third person was more of the strategist who was, was all, always asking the right questions and uh, seeing also, is it worth doing that? Is it, is it also profitable enough? And, and that kind of had, have, has helped a lot. And, and also now when, you know, getting into doing new companies, I, I always looked at there has to be right people in the, in the place. So for, for example, the better you Academy that the banners you see as well, you know, this is also, there's a, there's three founders, but also we hired someone right away to, to run the operations operations side of it. And, and now, you know, this makes it a lot more fun for me because, because I, when I come, come to get, do our webinars or masterclasses, whatever we do, you know, he's doing all the pre-work and I'll just show up to do the, do the things that I enjoy the most and where I bring in, in, in the most of the uh, value to the company. And, and that's kind of the way to look at it. It's, um, it's what are the things that you are really great at? Then, you know, what are, what are the things that you aren't? And then fill the gaps in terms of those roles that you aren't great. Yeah, I, I so agree. Um, prior meeting my uh, now being husband, uh, I was like a complete artist, uh, gypsy type of healer, coach out there in the world. I had like no home base. I traveled from country to country for like uh, almost like six, seven years. And when I met him, he is the investor working with real estate and, you know, all those things. So he has numbers, he has strategies. So when he we started to do business together, like this was like completely new world. And then now I can focus more on, you know, my artistic thing, like I can produce the content or do the videos or write or whatever. And then he can take part of like you know uh, Kajabi and tech stuff and budgets and all of those and oh my god what what the difference that makes you know it's uh, you enjoy it much more exactly yeah and uh, one other topic which I actually haven't uh, really heard much you are talking about but it um, underlying or you know hiddenly um it's kind of going through all of your life and everything you do is relationships and there must be some tricks or tools or also maybe it's a relationship formula you are using because it's not only you know your personal um, partnership and your uh, life partner at the time but also you know it's relationships with everyone the business partners the clients um there must be some certain values or systems or behaviors working because it's obviously working really well. Um, would you share with us what uh, maybe a couple of three, what those are? Hmm. 
I think one, one, one of the biggest things that has really worked for me in that sense is, um, is building there's these relationships and, and, and what, what's the key over there is uh, it comes, comes pretty much back to the, what I shared initially is that when you go to someone, you don't go there, you know, trying to get something from them right away, like, and going there, well, can you give me this? And instead of thinking more of how can, how can I serve, but it, how did does that relate to like meeting someone new that you don't know and, and wanting to really have a long-term relationship or, or have, have something um, in relation that will, will work for, for a very, very long time. So, you know, for me, that when I'm meeting with someone that I don't know, and, and even those people who I know, but especially when I start, I have the most first meeting with someone, you know, I always have a list of things that I want to kind of accomplish. And, and there's, um, and that's something that I would su- suggest anyone, like if you, if you're meeting someone, you have a, especially like business meeting type of thing that you think of what are some of the things that you would like to have for sure from this person um, in future and some, at some point, you know, right away. And, you know, some of the goals. And I remember actually, you know, I shared that alongside with um, now my business partner for the Estonian company. You know, he initially, it was, it was just, uh, we just met at a seminar and uh, asked if we can get together and so we got the meeting and then I was like, you know, I, I wrote down some of the things there uh, on paper that, you know, ideal, you know, why not that this, this person could become my business partner at some point. And, you know, I didn't, he was, he was 20 years older than me. He's like a major business experience already. Uh, I didn't have <laughs> not really experience. <laughs> and, and so, and, and, you know, I wrote down different things. And actually, we, uh, we were planning at that time to do like a, some event, bring some event into Estonia that, that he and I knew was, uh, has been part of. And, and we got together and, you know, we had the discussion and you know, I saw that it, it's not really there that there's point for us to, to do something together right now. So then what kicked in is, is that something that I, that I always have also on the list is building the long-term relationship. And, and whenever I see that, you know, there's no point for me at the moment to ask something for that person or he's not ready or she's not ready for, for moving forward with things, then I put the long-term relationship first. And I don't ask anything or I don't, you know, go any, anywhere. I just, you know, do, do my best to, to understand where the person is, what, what, what that person's, uh, you know, needs and values and, uh, and goals and dreams are. And and just to see if there's any way I can I can help that person in, in that sense, or or even if not, then just you know have a great conversation and make that person feel good because because it's always people remember how you make them feel, not what exactly you say. So you know that's kind of my goal as well to make them feel better, to some way lift lift them up a little bit. But but really the most important thing there is the long term relationship, putting that first. And, you know, I've seen that serve me so many, so many times. And, you know, with the, with the same example, I met, met with that person, you know, nothing happened for a year. Then we met the gear somewhere. And then I asked at some point, well, could you be, become my mentor? Just, you know, because you have much more business experience than I have. And he said, yeah, sure. You know, I'm happy to do that. Because the thing is that a lot of successful entrepreneurs, they don't have much to do. <laughs> and they are happy to help other 
people who are starting because they know that at some point they started as well. It, it, was, it wasn't easy. So they're happy to share their knowledge, especially the ones who are really successful in, uh, and, and, and are not yet into like mentoring and, uh, and, uh, and like teaching or anything like that. So, so he was like, yeah, sure. I can, I can be your mentor. And, you know, we, I think it was like half a year or so we, he was just mentoring me. And, and, you know, at some, some point it was like, well, what do you think about, you know, starting a business together? <laughs> Cause we were going into the same field of what he was really into self-development and all that. And that's how the, the company in Estonia started where, you know, we were doing all the events that you mentioned about as well, that you, you were there. And this was just one year before that we started before the, the 2015 big event. And, and, you know, this is, first meeting with him and you know having having that actually in, in my mind that you know possibly that he could be my business partner but i didn't say that in the first meeting i didn't say that in 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 the meeting we had a year later we didn't say that i didn't say that when we started doing his the mentoring sessions with him but at some point it just led into that so so really putting the long term relationship first uh, is something that has been serving me so much, so well so and and it it is it's uh, you know what in whatever um level you are you are in the relationship how long you've been in the relationship with the person it's still you know putting that up front and and thinking about not thinking about thinking about that much you know how can i get everything out of that relationship uh, on on your own favor but but also thinking how can you serve that person and 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 then at some point when when it's the right time and you have to feel that when's the right time you can ask or or in many cases what happens that the person itself gives asks like is there any way i can help and then then you can ask the question <laughs> what, what are some of the things you have in mind well there's this thing <laughs> you know i've thought about and thanks for asking yeah <laughs> so i think yeah. that's that's what i think one of the the main thing is really and and that's kind of that is the formula as well when you go to meet someone you know write down what are the things that you want to accomplish but put the having the long term relationship first and when you meet then just try to find out as much as possible what's the story of that person what are the goals dreams what are the challenges and see if you if there's ways you can either help that person overcome the challenges or help that person get closer to the dreams or or their goals and and in many cases you know uh, for for also the people who are really a lot more successful, they might want to get into some new field. Like you know, maybe, maybe someone wants to someone some really uh, successful entrepreneur wants to start playing some music instrument, and you might happen to play that instrument, for example. And it's like, well, you can I, I can do some lessons for you if you want. <laughs> so you can start with things like that, and and it's really also finding the mentor or finding the right person in that sense is it's really if there's something that really clicks like like with for me with the with the person was that uh, I know he was really into self-development as well because a lot of successful entrepreneurs are not but but most of them are though <laughs> and mm-hmm. and but it, it, and so so we had like common field that was really interesting for both of us and and that's kind of really important to find out so these are these are some of the things that that come to my mind. Very, very cool. And uh, once again, it's like this um, 
um, yeah, kind of smart way to approach, like instead of chasing and like pushing, you know, um, you're more like in that pulling, which is actually that like feminine energy, like, okay, what can I give? And then you activate the relation and energies and so on. Um, now I have maybe a little more personal question, um, but um, I remember in 2015 where there was a wealth forum, um, you had a different girlfriend. So now you have a different girlfriend. So um, would you like to tell us like what happened? Like um, how is the relationship now? I know you guys have some really cool um, habits and things you can do together and you do like regularly together, which probably may also inspire others. <laughs> well, first of all, the, um, the relationship I had when, at the time that the big event was happening in, uh, I think it was, it's also the, the company in Estonia that we started regarding the self-development, the uh, Edward Success Academy, is we founded it together with her. And she's also one of the founders. And what we saw during the years was just um, that the, that kind of some of the some of the values and also some of the dreams or goals in our life were different. And we kind of, in that sense, uh, grew a little bit apart. But what, what I saw that when when we realized that at some point, you know, that, you know, maybe it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it makes sense to, for us to separate the relationship on, on that sense. But also at the same time, we saw that the business partnership in terms of the, the, the company uh, is really working well. And, and we didn't see point of uh, separating that because, because she was really the person who's, she's, she's the one who like, likes managing things. And, you know, I've come with, up with ideas and she, she likes to manage and when when we do the big events, so in a lot of cases, people think that I'm a I'm a big event organizer, but I'm not an organizer. I don't like the organizing. I'm I'm the last person to be in, in the organizing side, and 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 she loves to do that, and she enjoy, enjoys that. So so we ended our relationship really in in a in a peaceful and loving way. That we said, well, you know, the personal relationship doesn't seem to work for us, and let's you know. Let's go to the other uh, other sides, and let's go do let's separate on that on that side. But let's keep the business uh, relationship going because this is working. No no need for breaking that. And and I know it's, it's kind of also um, way of looking things is that uh, whenever you are you know starting a relationship or ending the relationship, it's it's it has to be you know in in a way that it's. Um, um, there, there's because because there's there's always um, there's always something that you put into the the thing that why things go apart and there's always something that you know someone that the other person brings in and and it, it it's not like you know that you know oh she was she was doing something wrong and she wasn't wasn't the right person so there was obviously a lot of things that I done I did and I and I had I, I had to admit and not in a way that you know you know being in in rageous uh, state or you know. Some some way you know oh this is you know you you go your way and you, I I never want to talk to you and in, instead of being being there and seeing seeing what's good about that what was things that I learned and and how, what to bring with me from there and and keep the, these things uh, going that work and so that was one of the lessons from there but yeah now if you talk about my current relationship um, we've been together now three and a half years and. For three years in a row, we have uh, daily done shared gratitude. 
we've done a gratitude exercise. And I think that's something really, um, if we, if we talk about like couples uh, doing something together, I think this is something habit that I, a habit that I really, again, recommend someone to do because, uh, because this is, this is whatever happens and whatever goes on. And it's uh, just, you know, we're doing it every evening and, it's just so so awesome to just you know recap the day and share um, some of the things that were really really great this day and and this this also there's there's a thing that it makes me start recognizing small things to be grateful for and that just a small example is that I remember one day there was um, um, there was a it was a rainy day out and and really like gray and everything and you know i went outside to go today to a bus stop to go to try to another city and and when i get outside it was that the rain has stopped it was still gray and you know normally we go out there it's like you know it's a little bit moisture and and then it's uh it's uh it's kind of uh you know you would a little bit whine because because it's just you know not not the nicest weather but i was Instead of that, I was like, well, you know, I'm grateful that it's not raining at the moment when I'm walking to the bus station. And, and that's something that I can share today <laughs> when, when we have the gratitude uh, sharing to, with, with each other. And, and, you know, this is just, you know, small example of just how it helps to start noticing small, small things to be grateful for because there's something I want to share. And it's also keeping each other accountable in, in a sense to 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 do that every day because because um, each evening it's just so in us now that we don't go to sleep before or even if we're at different places or we go to sleep we we do it next morning or or we just uh, write it to each other or, or something like that so we haven't really missed a day in in a sense we have missed a day in on the date but we haven't missed any day that we've uh, shared the gratitude for uh, so so that that is a neat thing to to do as a couple so do you guys have like certain number is it like at least three of the things you are grateful for or it's like whatever number you want to share it's whatever number it's just uh, how many things come up to mind and 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 some of things are are the same each day you know they're that and then some of the things are just you know something that happened this day particularly or or when does the, the list is the list is uh want to bring the list a little bit longer than just you know. Well, I'm I'm just grateful for our our home, or I'm just grateful for for uh, the for our uh, for for the time we're living in, or whatever it is. It could, it could be, but there's no like certain amount. It's just how 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 many things just want to come out and just share those things. Yeah, like free flow in a way. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. So to wrap it up, I have um, this one question, which I usually try to ask every guest here uh, at the podcast. And now let's go um, uh, visualize that um, it's like the end of your lifetime on this planet and um, you are uh, probably passing on to some other dimensions or other ways of existing. And what's the legacy you as Roland Toko would like to leave behind to this planet Earth? <laughs> well, I, one, one thing I feel is that I want to, uh, I first want to be inspiration to myself. 
and do things that inspire myself. And while doing that, also inspire other people to be the best version of themselves, become better in, in some ways in their lives. And, and obviously, of course, the, the, the big mission of helping people bring out their, their potential. So the legacy in that sense is I, I'm committed to building whatever things is needed to, to keep that mission going. And, um, and there's, there's different things that I, that are in my mind that, you know, in terms of, I believe there's some point there's going to be physical academies. Um, there's going to be maybe schools even that, that, that are uh, run differently and that, that help this mission and, and whatever I do, the, the books, the, the music, everything is based on this mission. And so, so I, I really feel and believe that that at the end of my life, there's many things that that had helped to to fulfill that mission, and and there's a, a lot of lives that this has inspired and transformed, and and that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, beautiful, and I think it's so needed. I. Myself, I was also part of some like different kind of education projects um, in Estonia, actually. Um, I don't know if you have heard much about the Gaia education and stuff. And uh, this is a group of people who are connected to uh, eco communities all around the world. And in Estonia, um, some, some of us, we got together and got it into the high school as like the first like pilot project in a way. And we had different classes about different subjects. I was actually teaching like kind of tantric sexuality and stuff. And and it's quite a challenge to teach that to like teenagers. Like they all like, oh, I don't want to touch anyone. But it was such a fun uh, project. And um, this day, Estonia actually has already Kaya schools in different areas. And um, they are teaching um, small children and also like um, older kids um, how to look at life differently. And I think they're they're really amazing that these uh, little projects are already like you know sprouting out all over the world. So we need we really really need those um, different kind of impulses. I agree. So um, to uh, finalize, so um, where do people find you? What's the best uh, thing? Because you have so many like uh, things happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the, you know, this podcast is we're doing it in English, and so I think the best for for people who are into their native language is English, or or they they their second language or third or whatever, then I would, I would recommend betteryouacademy.com to find that out on Facebook or on, on, on the webpage. And we have a um, membership site there where every month uh, things happening, we have guests and, and I think that's the best way to connect with through the international um, crowd uh, with, with me and then what, what I'm up to. So betteryouacademy.com. Mm-hmm. And then I'll put also your uh, Facebook links and LinkedIn and, and stuff too. And we also talked about a little um, little gift to our listeners and watchers. Uh, can you say a couple of words what this is about? Yeah, well, I, I mentioned the Better You uh, membership and we are going to give for all the guests here one month trial membership. Uh, they can get in and uh, for one month, 
use it for free. There's a lot of uh, material that is pre-recorded already. And there's every month there's a masterclass with a um, world-class guest we have uh, on different theme. Each month is a different theme. We also have uh, mastermind sessions where all the members uh, can help each other overcome the challenges as well as we have an active Facebook group uh, where you can get part of. And uh, there's a lot of uh, awesome things happening. There's um, uh, Wisdom of Members, a new feature that we have embedded where members themselves share their knowledge uh, based on the, the monthly theme. And, and then there's also uh, quarterly uh, an online course, a live course that people get to be part of. And, and many of them have already recorded in the members area. So, so that's, uh, what they get access to, and and uh, I think that's that's really a good way during these times to keep connections going and uh, have friends from all over the world because we have um, yeah. really tens of different countries represented um, on the member side, and uh, and that's that's really really a good way to keep the connections going. Yeah, I will uh, put the special link so everyone can get access. And that's a very kind offer. And as I'm part of it, partly myself, so I know there is a lot of value and really amazing people. And it's it's such a such an abundant gift. So um, I think it really goes along with the topic of the uh, podcast. You know, abundance in action. You know how you can be active and take action and you know, feed yourself also with positive ideas and um, be surrounded by really conscious and supportive people. And I think that's one of the core things too. I was just recently part of like a little meditation group. And in the end, everyone was sharing here in United States how they feel. And I think one uh, issue which is coming up all over the world is a so social depression. So people are so isolated, so they need to communicate and have that positive input and I'm so um, so happy that you are offering that um, in so many ways and uh, express it in so many ways so thank you so much dear Roland uh, for your time and for your presence it was uh, such a blast and um, I wish and we uh, all here wish you lots of success with all the projects and um, hopefully we'll have some more uh, co-creations coming in the future thank you very much crystal for inviting and uh, i'll wish all the best to the activating abundance podcast and everything you do yeah and to all of our listeners and watchers please as always um, be so kind and uh, download the episode in the podbean uh, platform and later when it comes out to youtube please also share it um, in social media through Messenger, um, share it on your Facebook, um, uh, you know, wall, whatever ways. And if there is anything you would like to share with us or comment or support, we are open to receive that or even co-create. So uh, let us know. And um, may you have lots of abundance and lots of opportunities, um, whatever you are doing and co-creating with everyone in your life. Thank you.